Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome everyone to the Hardcore Mike Talk with your host Corey and Mike. Please enjoy. Yo, Mike, my man. What's up with you? Hundred grand. <laughs> Hey, bro. <laughs> Happy yeah. Day. Oh, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. What did you do for Veterans Day? Anything? Barbecue? Oh, anything like that? No, actually, you know what I did, and uh, I can send you before and after pictures. My next door neighbors, I have kind of a little hustle going. I don't know if I mentioned it before with uh, raking their leaves okay. this year, right? Yeah. They saw me out doing an our front yard, and then the wife came over to me one day and said her son, or I thought she actually said her husband, but she she corrected later on, but, um, it's her son actually. And he's allergic to the leaves. So she's like, you know, well, you know, I'll pay you if you could come and do her backyard. Mm-hmm. So I did it a couple of times, a little side hustle, 20 bucks an hour, you know, cash, right. You know, there you go. And, um, and she actually, uh, the second time I did it, she gave me 50 bucks to put towards my, uh, go fund me towards my trailer. She helped me out. She, <laughs> oh, you had <laughs> told her about people, it. Man, I couldn't Oh, okay. Yeah, That's I just, good. Well, so, yeah, I, I, no, well, no, because she, they're my next door neighbors. When I left, they saw yeah. my trailer. And then when I came back, you know what I mean? They're like, what happened? You know what I mean? And I told them about the accident. You know what I mean? And so that's how they found out about it. But anyways, um, so they went on a trip, I guess, for the week and um, mm-hmm. came and knocked on the door and told my mom. Uh, I was out and told my mom, said uh, that uh, they're going to be gone and, um, you know, they'll, they'll catch up with me and pay me when they get back, you know, if, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't know I was going to do their front yard, I guess, you know, so I just went and attacked that five hours, man, five hours of work I put into their, their front yard, bagging up and raking and blowing leaves out of all the crevices. And, uh, I still have to go back and, and retouch it up because the leaves are still falling. So, but they just got back today. So maybe tomorrow they're going to, uh, talk to me. I know they've seen it because they pulled up and they got 15 bags of leaves in their front yard man for trashes <laughs> so yeah, they, man they, you know, i have before and after pictures man but that's what i did on veterans day is i just attacked our basically i i did the next door lady because her husband leonard was a vietnam veteran and leonard was a really nice guy he passed away a few years ago and um for some reason i just felt in my heart man that i needed to you know do something for a veteran you know so without even asking i just attacked the front yard of her house and blew all her leaves along her fence. She was like probably about a foot and a half because they had nobody to do it. You know, she's elderly. Her her son's a diabetic and he's like 60 something years old now and out of shape, you know, so she you know, they just didn't have anybody to do it. You know what I mean? So the leaves were piled up. So I'd raked all their leaves and blew all their leaves into my yard. to a huge pile. And I attacked that and got those bagged up for mine. And then, you know, so I did like all three houses in one day, you know, veterans day, you know, so that's pretty much what, you know, yeah, I'm I heard you were you. doing something, man. You were volunteering, volunteering over there to to help out or what? Yeah, so they have um, it's like a opportunity village, but it's called a veteran village. Uh, it's it's pretty much the same thing, right? Where you go and assist uh, veterans, um, especially ones that are kind of down on their luck. So mm-hmm. me and uh, there was other veterans there as well. Of course, they were all volunteering like me. And so what happened was we went to the, the, the location. I can't tell you the address. Uh, I can't tell you off the top of my head. But uh, anyways, the home, it's like a home for veterans. It's for them to get back on their feet because they're down on their luck. 
you know, they do like uh, they do uh, UAs, urine analysis, urine analysis, yeah. urine analysis, urine analysis, a urinalysis. There we go. <laughs> they do those for them to make sure they don't have drugs in their system. A whiz quiz, whiz quiz, man. Whiz yeah, a whiz quiz. Yeah. <laughs> A piss test. Yeah, you name it. They call it that. So, yeah, whiz quiz, piss test, uh, UA. But they do it on a, on randomly, you know, it's sporadic. You know, it, 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 they don't tell them because if they're doing it, they kick them out of the facility because the place is like a dorm. It, you know, it has, uh, you know, bathroom, bathrooms, uh, a restaurant, uh, um, the dormitory rooms where they got to share with another veteran. And they also have... Um, a computer lab. That's what it is. So we were there at the computer labs and we were entering um, veterans uh, physical records, right. That are on paper into a, a mm-hmm. digital archive as opposed to uh, the physical ones, because they had a little water damage. And we could tell when you picked up the folders, the, the veterans files, right. The personnel files and stuff, you could see uh, the warpness of the where the paper the the paper dried yeah, after yeah. it was yeah it was, so it was uh, almost like rotten and stuff it was nasty but anyways we were in there doing it man putting their records in it was about four hours just for that this one veteran comes in all of a sudden about an hour into it an hour into it he says hey what's going on here uh I need to use a computer and so one of the rep uh, the representatives one of the uh, I guess uh, the the people that work there, she said, sir, there's a sign on the door. She told him, she said, there's a sign on the door that says that um, such and such date for X amount of hours is going to be closed down. And it's been out there for about three days. So about 72 hours. Right. And she said, uh, and he said, or he got violent, not violent as oh. in physically, but verbally. He started oh. cussing. He at her and about this, she said, what do you need to do on a computer? Well, I want to check my email. She said, use your phone. <laughs> and he's like, well, I-, I wanted to use a computer. She's like, well, I'm sorry. You can't use the computer right now. We have veterans in here spending their time volunteering to put your information and other veterans information into the computer system to bring it up to date with current standards. And I don't know, just, you know, future proof it. What are you going to say? Yeah. Can I ask, can I, can I ask a question about this? And, and I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I know that the government, right. Treats veterans shitty, bro. And I, I, I part of my French, but I, I, that's just a fact. You know what I mean? It's like, they don't get the best treatment for people that put their lives and body parts on the line for us. You know what I mean? In my opinion, they should have celebrity status, uh, mental health, uh, medical treatment, you know what I mean? Like the president would have, you know, you serve in the military, you get the same benefits medically that the president gets, you know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. go to the end of the earth to do stuff for veterans. Yeah. Do they, do they give you guys the technology, right? Are you in there hand typing on these computers, this information, or do they go and get you like, cause I know for a fact that they make scanners, that you can like, like enhanced scanners that you can carry where you can just run like a piece of paper through it and it scans all the information right into a computer. Do they supply you guys with anything like that? Because the only reason I'm asking, Corey, is because the military, and you know this too, man, they will spend so much money, right, for 
weapons and doing things like that against the enemy, man. But when it comes to helping the veterans, man, they seem like they, they don't want to put the money out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm just curious, man. Is a, is, did they give you guys any kind of technology to make that easier? Or are you guys just sitting in there on old Macintosh computers, man? No, they were, they were like, they were more modern. They were more modern computers. They were uh, probably donated computers, but uh, no, we were hand typing them, but they were already, the forms were there. We just putting this stuff in now. Um, the reason why is because it's, like I said, it's Veterans Village. It's not funded by the VA. Not that oh, I was not. aware. So no, a, no. It, a private organization. Yeah, it's something. Yes. Yeah, so they get everything through donation. I'm oh, almost yeah, well, certain they are. Okay. Yeah, it's a little different. So, yeah. but they were helping. Maybe they are. Maybe they do get some funding from the VA, but I don't think it was solely ran I by just, them. That, yeah, I just, uh, I don't think veterans just get the, the best that they should. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. But this thing, all, the, the thing about this facility, though, Mike, is that it's for veterans, right? So they're down on their luck. They might have done drugs or whatever, alcohol abuse or something. It's still a good free opportunity for them to get their life straight. They stay there free, eat free, use the computers for free and get out. But and then after I think it's six months to a year, they have to show that. You know, every week they got to show that they're looking for jobs. It's just like filing for unemployment, you know, things like that. They have to show that they're out there not going around the corner of the place and then, um, you know, smoking crack. Like being in a halfway house or something. It, yeah, it, it, like that's exactly what it is. It's uh, essentially yeah. the same thing, but it's just for veterans. But a lot of them do drugs. So they, you know, whiz quiz them. And then after that. If they show a positive or whatever, they, they get rid of them because they, they have a zero tolerance, which makes sense because the facility is the, the, the workers in there were volunteer, man. So they shouldn't have to yeah. put up even with it, a veteran, yeah. they shouldn't have to put up with their crap. And I totally agree. And the rest of us there were veterans. We're putting the records in, but back to the story about the guy being rude and everything. He was, he was cussing, hooping and hollering, just going off. And she said, um, after she told him to use his cell phone or something, he he was still not happy. And he said, when she said, these are other veterans in here that serve just like you, sir. They're actually doing this on their own time on Veterans Day, doing this stuff. And he still didn't hear it. I think the dude was hot. <laughs> he might have been. That, that was- and she, I don't know, but he was, he was, he was very rude. He wasn't like a, believe it or not, you say they should go out of the way for veterans. Yes. But at the same time, there's our veterans out there that weren't good soldiers, no, good sailors. No, you that, know? no that's not, that, that's not what I meant. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about when, when there's, when there's veterans that are injured, they're going to the VA, they have mental issues where they, they're trying to get help and things of that nature. People that are like, I'm not talking about ones that are like, you know, because in every every in form of yeah yeah every form of careers and jobs out there, man, you're gonna have people that are gonna be you know jerks, and you're gonna have people that are gonna be good. You know what I mean? I can right. tell that there's good soldiers and there's gonna be bad soldiers. It's like there's good cops and bad yeah. cops. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like yin yang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm talking about just you know how I always hear horror stories about how like here in Colorado, man, we have a veterans hospital. I don't know if you ever heard about the VA hospital here in Colorado that was so far back under construction and it was so far in debt and all this other kind of was, I mean, it was all over the news and there was a whole bunch of greed and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, I just always heard these horror stories, man, that veterans don't get the help that they get or should get when they need it, you know, medically and stuff like that afterwards. That's all I meant. Yeah. I mean, some, sometimes walk into a, yeah, sometimes that does happen. You know I mean? 
Sometimes that happens. That's why in a couple a uh, couple years ago, if I don't know if you heard about the story, but about those veterans that had died, there was like over eight veterans, I believe, had died. Well, some were in Arizona, somewhere in L.A., and I think some were up in Washington because they did not receive care in time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And Arizona yeah, was yeah. a big On the wait list. Yes, you know? and it was months before they could be seen, and they were like, "I need this help." But it's gotten a lot better. So what they did, they have this. It's called a choice program. To combat that, because the um, the uh, secretary of the um, of the VA, I think it was Shinzeki, he actually uh, he actually resigned over it. So what happened was they um, have this Veterans Choice Program. If a veteran really needs help, they can go to any clinic, any um, military clinic, or anything, and as long as they uh, have access to things like the DD-214 and things like that. I'm not a lawyer or anything, so I don't know how all of it works, right? But if they have access to it, they can go to these facilities and they have actually a program called the Veterans Choice. And what that does, it allows a person like me, if I do not get care within the next 30 days at the VA hospital, I can go out on the uh, economy. I can go to the civilian sector and guess who pays for it? They do. So it's getting a little better. I won't say it's the best, but it's still at this point. Yeah, so you can go like Kaiser or something if you wanted to or whatever. Or go again, to like a, again, they, yeah. they, they, will t- they will take, they will foot the bill for it once again. So right. if I can't get care in 30 days, they will put me out on economy and they will call me. I do not do the work. They do the footwork. They send over my records, whatever thing pertains to so what getting the better injury then, is hand. Yeah, know? absolutely. So I can't like complain. I, said, I don't have much experience with it. I just go off of what I've heard. You know, yeah, it was bad in the in the in the you know? in the past, Mike. It was bad, but it's it's gotten ago, a lot know? better. Yeah, it's getting a lot better. Like I said, with that choice program, it's made it a lot easier for veterans to get care. Not saying there's people that still slip through the crack, but it, it's getting a lot better. You know? you know, I heard a story one time, man. I was reading it someplace. I forgot what newspaper or magazine or something like that where they were talking about. With post-traumatic uh, stress disorder for uh, soldiers, man, they were thinking about doing what they were called microdosing with mushrooms. Have you heard about this in the in the yeah. military? Have you heard about this through? through? And they were mm-hmm. saying about how it's like you know not enough to get you where you're like tripping, you know, like a, a hippie back in the '60s or whatever. But right. it's just like enough to, you know, and they say that that's supposed to work wonders, man. Uh, with, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, because a lot of these guys, man, I can only imagine, I mean, you know, the stuff that they've seen, you know, that, I mean, everybody who has issues that is on drugs or alcohol, they're, because something's happened in their past, you know what I mean? Um, this guy on, on, on TikTok, I was watching this video, Corey, and he was telling the story about how he looks at people differently now. He said, this guy told him a story about his dog and how they went hunting, right? I'm just going to make you the short story here, right? And he told his dog to do some stuff, and the dog wasn't doing it, right? They were duck hunting, and finally the guy was embarrassed because he was with his father-in-law. Father-in-law said, hey, listen, your dog's not retrieving the ducks. You know, I don't want to, you know, let's not do this, right? The guy went to go tell his dog to get into the truck, and the dog went to get in the truck. So he went to go pick the dog up. He was all pissed off, and he went to go throw the dog into the truck, and then he saw blood on his hand and had realized that the dog had this, like, six-inch gash underneath its stomach. And that's why it wasn't retrieving the ducks and wasn't doing everything it was supposed to. And then he got from this, basically the story, his father-in-law was telling him that when you see somebody do something stupid or idiotic, you don't look at him and say, oh man, that's an idiot. You look at him and say, man, that person is injured, man. Something's happened to that person, you know, and it makes you look at humanity differently, you know, Absolutely. when you say, oh, they're, they're injured, you know, they're not an idiot. They're just injured. Something happened to them. You know what I mean? 
and you know, and, and that kind of struck me when I when I heard that story today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so yeah, I agree you know, with that, you. Yeah. Sometimes you have that's to take saying, a step yeah. back and not assume. Yeah. You know, everybody has a reason for doing something, regardless if it's good or bad, right? But you have to think about that because that's true. Sometimes you be like. Man, like some like say, for example, at a lesser extent, somebody cuts you off on the road instead of taking your anger out on that person. Just take a deep breath. Wait a second and just keep on. Keep it moving. That's why people get in road rage. You know what I mean? Like well, you don't know. Also, man, that that guy could have just got a call, man, that, you know, somebody's breaking into his house. His next door neighbor said, hey, man, you're or someone you're passed away. Husband here or something. Yeah, or somebody died or somebody's in the hospital or, you know. Or, That's why I leave it alone, man. Yeah. But you see the road rage on the road sometimes or you hear about it on the roads and you're just like, you don't know what that other person is doing. You don't know if they have a gun in the car and you're going to approach them with road rage or, or to the side of them. They might pull something out of their glove box. It's like, I don't mess with it, man. I, I, I just don't. I don't have time for it. But um, I was taking this class, right? This is sponsored by the VA, by the way. It's a, a mantra class, mantra, and where you meditate and everything like that. And it, yeah. and every day I do it, I have this like mindfulness bell and it uh, does that chime that, you know, the chime that ding, and then you meditate for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. You can even do meditation while you're walking. So when I go out and exercise, I go out and uh, sometimes I hear the bell, the bell goes off randomly it's not on the hour every hour it just is random and it doesn't mean that you have to stop what you're doing all the time but when you're walking it's good because you can clear your you can go blank instead of listening to a podcast or uh or watching a a video or something while you're walking sometimes it's nice to hear that bell and you just go blank but just make sure you're in a safe place you don't want to go across the street and get hit by a car right (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was thinking also like Pavlov's, what is it, Pavlov's dog or something, right? Is that that famous? Remember the, remember the I think it's Pavlov, am I saying his name correctly? The, Pavlov, yeah. Uh, pa- Pavlov's dog, you know, right? Remember he was talking about how uh, his dog would, every time he would ring a bell, man, his dog would uh, trigger something that was going to eat or something like that. Yeah. So the dog, I don't know, some kind of famous psych- psychotherapy you ring the bell and just subconsciously all of a sudden you're just going to a meditative state you know just yeah thinking, you know right, just start, yeah. right? Yeah. It, and it I'm, doesn't I'm, mean I'm, you I'm, lose yeah. all insight and everything like that but what i've done is like uh you know um not your mind goes blank but it goes blank from stress you know like instead of walking because when you walk you think right about other things but with that thing your mind goes kind of like in this state where you're not stressed out does that make sense yeah. You are you I'm laughing? Thinking, man. No, I'm, not, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm just You're laughing I'm just, at this like, like this guy is crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, man. It's like all these, you know, I always hear all these like uh, uh what do you call them? Uh, conspiracy theories and stories and stuff, man. On uh, let's hear it on Facebook and stuff. You know, where they talk about the vax. They said the vax, right? This, you know, there's like a these nano nano programs in the vax, man. That were they're going to react, man, to like some kind of low low sonic. Uh, magnetic uh sounds or yeah like frequency that. yeah frequencies are going to release or whatever man and it's going to turn everybody into a zombie state man some doctor back in some canadian doctor back in 94 or something warned everybody that they, they were going to do this i saw this video on it <laughs> and i'm like and i'm thinking, I'm thinking man you, you got the back you're going to be messing around with that with that 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 uh that bell and you're going to hit the wrong frequency and i was like you just <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you're going to be, gonna be too, too meditative, man. You know what I mean? You're going to be yeah. in a vegetative state instead of a meditative state. You know what I mean? I, those low, low frequencies with that nanovirus. I heard somebody, some oh, conspiracy man. theory where they linked it with the, um, you know, the, um, the, um, the 5G. You know how some yeah, people were yeah. saying the 5G was causing the COVID. Killing all the bees and the birds and everything. Yeah, and, and, right? and, they yeah. Were, and I was hearing that it was connected to these shots that uh, the government was trying to mandate on everybody. You get it. Like you said, it has those nanobots <laughs> in it. It's, they're so yeah. microscopic, the nanobots. Nanotechnology. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to react. It's almost like it's the first thing I thought about was that Star Wars movie when he says Order Number 66 and all the uh, stormtroopers turned on the Jedis. Remember that scene? You yeah. remember that scene? <laughs> Do you remember that? Have- that movie? Did you see that movie? Which one? Uh, Star, Which Wars, one? Star Wars. Uh, yeah, it's the the newer ones. The one of the new one? Oh no, I didn't. See oh, that okay, Mike. You ha- there's a scene in there where General um where uh Darth Sidious, the head of the council, he was the uh, it was Senator Palpatine, but he became he was actually a, a um what's the bad people called Sith. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Uh, sorry, fellas, if anybody's out there listening. I'm not a big fan, but I do like it. I like that in Star Trek, but I just don't get so enamored with it. But uh, in the movie, he says, execute Order 66. And all of the stormtroopers all over that heard the radio thing, basically, they um, it was programmed into them since they were all clones. They start, They turned on the Jedis. And started shooting them in the back and everything. Just overwhelmed the Jedis. That's why the Jedis got wiped out. But he was like, execute order 66. And that's what I was thinking about. Like, so you get these nano, you get these nanobots in your system and the 5G is going to play the right thing at the right frequency at the right time. And next thing you know, we're going to be overwhelmed with, like you said, this apocalypse, like a zombie apocalypse. The only ones going to be safe with people like yourself. Well, they just had, they just had, man, they, uh, they just had, I guess, uh, uh, what I want to say, the, the CDC or something like that just released um, a, a handbook, man, on zombie apocalypse or something like a zombie, like a zombie attack to the CDC. The employees just got like a manual on a, really, look it up, Corey. Can, I will. I'm, I'm funny, man. <laughs> CDC releases zombie zombie manual or something like this. Man, I'm serious, Robin. Oh, what? A zombie manual? I got to read this now, man. You said I can go to the CDC website, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Just Google it up, man. The the CDC uh, released uh, like a a hand guide or something like that for in case of a zombie apocalypse. You know, just recently, man, they're two employees, man, right? Am I, am I joking or what? Do you see the story? Oh, no. Oh, I'll look it up right now. I was listening to oh, you yeah. and I was going to look it up later. But uh, you said. Oh, I, th- I thought you were looking it up. I was like. No, I, I, I wasn't like doing anything, but I'll look it up now. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. That's what I've been hearing, man. You know, CDC has released a, you know, a zombie apocalypse manual. <laughs> you know, who knows, man? You know, who knows? You know. I kind of sometimes wish something like that would happen, man. I think it would be crazy, man. I think it would be cool, man, just to be strapped up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd have my, 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 my katana, man. And, you know, so you, you know, I'd have to hook up with, like, you and my friend Pat up in Montana, man, because he's got a couple of AR-15s and stuff. You know? Yeah, you know what? That's what yeah. we're going to do. We're going to have to make a community like that, uh, the, the A&E's Walking <laughs> like Dead. Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, man? Because, I mean, I would, love, I would love for something like that to go. I loved it. You know, I think I think that'd be awesome, man. Awesome. It, it makes you wonder because our 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 um our planet is not meant to sustain over seven billion people. 
I think it's only meant to sustain like half of that, maybe a little more than half, you know? So yeah, it makes you yeah. wonder if this is the, uh, the, the, uh, the turn of events where it happens. Okay. So Mike, back to what you were saying. CDC Center for Disease Control and Prevention released a zombie preparedness manual. <laughs> Are you looking at it? I'm, I'm, I promise you I'm looking at it. <laughs> it says, wonder why zombie zombie apocalypse and uh, zombie preparedness continues to live or live on or the walking dead on the CDC website. As it turns out, what we first began as a tongue in cheek campaign to engage new audiences with preparedness. The message has proven to be a very effective platform. <laughs> now, are they warning oh, us about something or what? Uh, huh? yeah, it makes you wonder, man, because, you know, I, I, I tell you, Mike, I had the shot, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what happened. I mean, think about it, though. It makes you kind of freak out. Think about it. Like, the 5G towers, they set them up. Just a certain frequency off the 5G towers. All they got to do is flip a switch. Like they say, and now look this up, right? They say that the owner of, I think the guy's dead now, man, but the guy who was the owner of CNN, he's that famous, uh, famous guy. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? The guy who was the, uh, that actually was the owner of CNN, uh, has a recorded message since the 80s that's supposed to be broadcast at the end of days when like the end of time. Uh, the famous guy that, check it out, Google the guy who owns CNN. I, I can't remember what his name is. If you, if, you, if you say his name, I'll know it right away. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Supposedly, he has a video that he made back like in the 80s that is supposed to be released when it's like the end of days, man. Like 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 Apocalypse. Like the time of Apocalypse broadcast over the, the air channels. I can't remember what his name is, man. The guys are famous. They make fun of him on uh, TV shows, man. He's supposed to be like a really dense dude or something like that. And I don't know if he's still alive. He's an old, old guy, man. Um, she said his name. I, I can. I don't know if I can because I'm, I'm watching the video on here. I don't know if I could Google it myself and look, you know. But if it, I forgot what the, what his name is, Howard Hughes, not Howard Hughes. Um, um, I'm I'm still looking. One second. One second. Uh, it'll take a minute because it's bringing up crap about news stories like this guy named. The first thing that shows up on here is Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Sam Huff dies at 87. I'm like, no, that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> not giving you the information. Um, just uh, I, I, I can't think of what the guy. I wish I knew what the guy's name was. Man. The, the, the owner, the guy who owns CNN. Uh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, supposedly, uh, can't can't Google the owner of CNN. Yeah, I'm looking. I I put in CNN news, everything, and they're still not bringing up his name. It's the weirdest thing. Like, who owns it? For crying out, let me let me try something else. And that is crazy, man. <laughs> but but supposedly, there's a video that he uh, he he made back in the '80s that is supposed to be released uh, on the broadcast. It's like the last thing people see, man, at the end of days or something. So what is this broadcast supposed to do? It's supposed to do like well, an order knows. 66? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or something, you know what I mean? 
Oh, but uh, yeah, you know these conspiracies, man. I get, I get, I crack up because I, I watch these so many, uh, you know, videos and stuff. You know, when I was on the road in my band and stuff, you know, YouTube and things like that was just my my way of entertainment when I was out in the middle of the woods or whatever. As long as I had reception, you know, if I didn't, I just uh, watch videos and stuff. Mostly, it was watching like YouTube videos and stuff, and I would get into those ones where it was all of about course, conspiracies it, and all that. <laughs> Mike, I know who it is, Ted Turner. Ted Turner, there you go. Yes, yeah. I. You know what? I was thinking that guy, but I didn't uh, say his name. The reason why is because I was like, Ted Turner owns CNN. I thought he owned a different network, but it was there. Yeah. No. What were you going to say about Ted Turner? Though he left a message. I don't see Supposedly. that showing up. But what was that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, what's that? You getting an alert? I don't know if that was a, if you can Google it, I don't know if it'll come up on Google or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ted Turner is a man that I know about Time Warner, but I didn't know it was owned by CNN. You know what I'm saying? Time Warner Media. I knew he owned that, but I, I wasn't aware of uh, CNN was a part of that, but I guess it is. And at well, Maybe I got the wrong guy there, man. No, he, it says Ted Turner. It says. Yeah, I thought it was Ted Turner. The proprietaries are Ted Turner and Reese Schoenfeld. And he owns all that stuff. So I guess it, it's a Time Warner, uh, Warner Media News and Sports Division of AT&T's Warner Media. So they so it's it's back to one of those. um, Not necessarily a monopoly, but it's where one company owns, has their hand in many um, pockets. You know what I mean? So. Time yeah. Warner owns AT&T, I guess, or it's a subsidiary of it. And then there's CNN. There's probably some ABC. Fox might own something else, you know. Who knows? So it, it's crazy. So it's CNN, <laughs> NBC, MSN, MSN, NBC, and, and things like that. It's like a big, uh, like I See, said. Check this out, man. Yeah, I looked it up myself. Listen right here. Yeah, Ted Turner. This is what I googled. Ted Turner to release video at end of days, and all this stuff comes up where it says Turner Doomsday video Wikipedia. Uh, the video created at the direction of CNN founder Ted Turner before the network's 1980 launch is performance of the Christian hymn "Nearer My God to Thee." That's like the little snippet. This is a video CNN will play when the world ends. This is the video CNN will play when the world ends. YouTube, Ted Turner made a video to play on CNN at the end of the world, right? So there's all the stories that pop up. <laughs> That's crazy, though, man. That right? is crazy, yeah. You know, these people it, that are So to when be, is know, the end of powerful. days, then, I wonder? Well, whenever, like, shit's hitting the fan, I guess, you know, when you know when the Lord is coming in on his clouds and stuff, you know, he's supposed to be playing something on the TV, I guess. I don't know what. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's hard to know when that day is because I was like, wait a minute, last year during COVID when the whole world was on lockdown, hmm. <laughs> these crazy ass politicians, man, and these rich billionaires, you know, they're like they, Illuminati, uh, right? Yeah, did you hear about the the guy from Infowars, man, where he's got a video where he Info supposedly Wars? sneaks in with another dude? No, yeah, man, you ever heard of Infowars? I forgot, Charlie, I, Charlie something, man. I've heard this, of this it, guy, but I don't watch it. He does all these conspiracy news network and stuff, man. And uh, anyways, but he's got a video where him and this other guy supposedly sneak into this like uh, backwoods 
uh, kind of like witch ceremony thing that all these multi-billionaires, people that are running the whole country and the world. Yep. There's like hundreds of them, man, all at this, they're all wearing gowns and they're standing in front of like this huge carved wooden owl statue, man. And they're replicating like, uh, uh, doing, uh, um, sacrifices, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. And they're humming and all this other kind of, and they snuck in, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's called like Bohemian something or Rhapsody. I don't know, it's got a name for the. No, I'm just. Playing. No, no, it's, no, no. It's, it's, got a, it's got a, it's got a name for the, the actual place, man. Where the, it's like ranches, man. Where these billionaires go, you know, and they hold these, you know, yeah, freaky ass people, man. You know? th- that's the Illuminati, you know. It's the world leaders, yeah. business authorities, innovators, well known, respected people in their expertise or areas of location, members. So I gotta they might be Illuminati, doing something. Man. The Illuminati hit me up on TikTok, man. Did I tell you about that? The real Illuminati? With yeah, all those symbols like and... They sent yeah. me a... Uh, I, I got all of a sudden, man, on, on TikTok, man. All of a sudden, um, I was looking, man. And all of a sudden, I got this message. And I'm like, what the hell, right? And it's got like this rich, billionaire-looking guy. is like the, the picture. You know what I mean? For like the symbol of whatever the, the page is. Yep. And all of a sudden, I opened up the message, man. And it's like this huge... Like somebody took a long time writing this man like typing in all this stuff you know talking about you know they've they'll, they'll help my, me and my family and they'll pay for this and all this other kind of stuff and i was what the you know and i'm like what it looked like a guy in the picture um it looked like a real life version of um uh what's his name on uh the simpsons man that rich ass dude on the simpsons uh burns uh no um mr burns yeah, mr. Burns, yeah it looked like yeah, it looked like it yeah, it looked like a it looked like a a, a, a real life version of Mister Barnes, man. Wow, that is <laughs> funny. This is what the picture was, dude. I was like, "What the heck is this, man?" Yeah, you have a picture can, of it. I'm gonna see if I can bring it up, man, and I can uh, read it to you real quick. And, man. and he looks like yeah. Mister Burns, huh? <laughs> the, the picture did, like, like the yeah, person, yeah. like you know, like you know, Facebook. You put put up a picture or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's Coronavirus so response. We're all pushing. Let me get this out. Vaccination. Let me get mm-hmm. That's pretty funny, man. There we go. There we go. Okay. Let's see here. See if I can bring this up real quick because it's funny, man. I, I actually didn't even read the whole thing. But also, I got this. I was like, what the heck is this thing, man? Because it's like, like I said, it's like a old, old Mr. Burns looking dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at, I mean, look at, can you, can you see my screen? Uh, can you see that? Uh, change the no, I, uh, oh. you might have to change the angle of it. It's because it's very bright. Let's see. Okay, oh. I see. I just saw it. I just saw the Did screen. You see it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it says I contacted you because you were born and chosen to serve and join the Illuminati organization, and because you have a big star, and your star should be bright for all people in all corners of the world. This is an open invitation for you to become part of the world's largest conglomerate and reach the pinnacle of your career. As we begin the recruiting program this year and our annual Harvest Festival is almost ready, do you agree to be a member of this new Illuminati World Order? Bruh. And then it goes, right? And then it says, our society will protect you by prote- our society will protect you by protecting you, your family, your property, and your position in society. Get off the road of poverty and onto the path of prosperity. The Illuminati will benefit you for, by providing you with the success in which you do well in your business. And will offer you an assistance in your area of scarcity, both financially and materially. <laughs> and it goes on, man. I'm like, what? Mike, you know Lord what Dan I got to say to that? 
I'm protected by the human. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're protecting you. <laughs> protect you from the human race and the extinction for centuries. I'm like, what the hell, man? Somebody took their time to write this. Uh, really? And then they got a. Then it's got a. It says what's what's a WhatsApp. Yeah, WhatsApp? WhatsApp or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's got a. It's got a number. Uh, an actual number, phone number, man. And I'm like, what the heck? Was somebody's trying to recruit me for the Illuminati? Like, Mike, man, you gonna. Know you're going to get on that messenger, and they're going to be like this. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you know how many people oh, be man. pranking people with stuff like that, man? <laughs> oh, man, I know. It's too funny, man. That's yeah, you funny. never know, man. They're going to get you, and they've gotten me before, too. It's like that other week. Remember when we were, um, I was checking my Facebook, right? And I got a message from you. I, now, I tried to delete it. But it sent it out to everybody on my friends list. They'd be like, what is this picture? You know, and then you told me uh, a friend sent it to you. Oh, yeah, like a worm. worm Yeah, it was a worm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was a worm because a worm, it it replicates what even out you, uh, your input. So it's so funny. A lot of worms can do that if it's a good one. But this one was just to be goofy, I guess. But it was so funny when you uh, sent that to me. And I was like, delete. I know what this is because you never send me pictures on there. You usually tell me directly because we're, we're cool like that, right? Because we've been friends a long time. That's why I was like, huh? And then people was like, what? What? I can't open it. I was like, don't open it. It's a worm. How'd you? And then I was like, how'd you get it? They were like, it says you sent it. I'm like, I didn't send you anything. And then, and then I saw it went out to several of my friends. I was like, please. I sent out a, a public a PSA to everybody on my uh, Facebook. I was like, please don't open this thing. This is stupid. Yeah, because I don't even use Facebook that often. I mean, every now and again, I get on there, like you said, uh, like we were saying uh, with Veterans Day, things like that. Holidays, I get on there just to give a shout out to people like saying Happy Mother Day to all the moms, Happy Father Day to all the dads, you know, things like that. All the fathers, you know, I do things like that. It's good for connecting, like how we got connected, man. My buddy, Pat. That was, uh, uh, I met at uh, a job corps after the job corps I met you at, the one I went to the next one. Yeah. Um, right. I, he, he contacted my sister through Facebook while I was in the joint and wrote me a letter while I was in prison, like, you mm-hmm. know, 30 something years later, almost, you know what I mean? I'm like, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You so can believe like, it. Huh? It's good for, yeah, it's good for making those connections, you know? Yeah. I think with people, I think when uh, people start, uh, you know, cause Facebook owns WhatsApp and they also own Instagram, you know, and a lot of times these things are just like Twitter. Have you ever been on Twitter before? No. Nah. Twitter is I very, it can, it can be, I don't need, I don't use it either. Uh, I don't have either. I, I'd canceled it, but I had a, a Instagram because of my kid. Uh, but the problem I have with these websites, these social medias, like you said, Facebook can be good for connecting, but it also can be a detriment to people because a lot of times people are very toxic on those things. It's just like when you were uh, pulling your heart out that one time, about your situation with your van and you went on TikTok and all those platforms and you said, Hey, this is what's going on in my life, blah, blah, blah. And then you got all those words of wisdom and encouragement. And then you turn around and just get toxic people just to, just to troll you for no reason. Um, Twitter and uh, Instagram can do the same thing. Cause if you go on Instagram, man, there's so many stories just like TikTok and everything, but I just don't have time to go on there because I think there's a lot of negativity too. Like I can go on, uh, well, it's not Facebook, but uh, YouTube. 
Facebook is okay for, for this. Like if I want to look up recipes, because I told you I'm borderline, uh, I'm not a vegan, but I only eat chicken. Really? I don't eat red meat because it, uh, it, it, it will hurt my body. You know, it's just not healthy for me to eat it. Not with just the cholesterol and things like that, but th- that's another story for another time. Uh, my point is, is that I go on there sometimes Facebook or, uh, um, um, YouTube and I'll look up recipes and I think it's good for that. But long as I don't interact with people and people inviting people to interact with them, sometimes it can be kind of toxic and detrimental to how a person may feel like, you know, you've heard about people killing themselves on those websites before, you know, because they've gotten uh cyber bullied. And I just think it's a bad deal, man. I agree with the uh, recipes though, man. Cause that's what I actually <laughs> It tonight. I mean, it wasn't a recipe. I already knew how to make it, but I watched a video that made me go, oh, that's what I'm going to cook for dinner, you know? Um, there's a nice, guy, uh, yeah, it's got a video of his uh, channel on TikTok, man, where it's just his grandmother and uh, his nana, basically. Uh, he calls it Nana, you know, but his nana and uh, it looks like maybe her sister and they're in the kitchen, you know, they're a family that owns a restaurant. They got the, oh, Hey, mama, you know, they got the Italian music playing and it's showing them cooking a meal. You know what I mean? And the episode I was watching today, man, when I was going through on TikTok was them making chicken Parmesan. The, his grandmother making chicken Parmesan and she's making the chicken cutlets, breading them in the breadcrumb and the flour and the egg and all that stuff and putting it in the fryer and making the chicken cutlets. And then she made the, you know, with the tomato sauce and she put them in a pan, you know what I mean? And made the, you know, the sauce. And I was looking at that and I was like, oh man, that's what I'm making. So I ran to the store and I went and bought, um, uh, uh, three good sized chicken breasts and I slid them into nice, uh, uh, nice thin pieces. You know what I mean? I got about 15 nice thin cutlets out of it. And then I seasoned, uh, flour with, uh, Locatelli, uh, 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 sharp Romano cheese, right? Salt, pepper, garlic, right? Crushed red pepper, right? And then I seized my egg and then I seasoned my breadcrumb, man. But, you know, but with the breadcrumb, I did the Locatelli cheese again, you know, and made yeah. some, uh, chicken cutlets. Oh, Cause I eat those things cold, man. I'm like, I'm a weird chicken eater, man. I like my chicken cold and I love chicken cutlets cold, like out of the fridge, like in a sandwich or just a chicken cutlet. You just go grab the chicken cutlet itself and just eat it. You know, mm-hmm. I love chicken, man. Yeah. So I agree with you too. about the, you know, I think everybody likes you know? chicken, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think a lot of people like steak too, man. Cause I can tear uh, steak up too. You know Yeah. Saying? I know some people that can, um, speaking of steak, uh, how do you eat your steak? Is it medium, medium rare? Or how do you eat it usually? Uh, medium rare. Uh, medium rare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where it's, uh, uh, explain that one to me. Cause I don't know when I was, when I have eaten steak in the past, I used to always got it medium or medium. Well, medium. Well, here's a trick, Corey. Here's a trick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, grab your hand, man. Put your hand up like this, right? Yep. Okay, right? Now, make a fist. Okay, like this, right? Make a fist like this, right? You feel, I don't know how I can do this, man, so you can see it, but you feel these, right? You touch these puppy sections here on, your, on, on the side of your heel. Oh, your palm? Your yeah. Your, yeah, your palm right here, right? Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you can tell by the firmness, man, right? Yeah, like how like if you touch like you touch the side here, right? Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be like this is supposed to be like uh, uh like rare. Mm-hmm. Then when you tighten it up like this, right? This is this is well, you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a little trick they teach you in the restaurants, man. So you can kind of get the feel of what a steak is, man. So when you're working, like uh, when I had the job when I was twenty some years old, and I was working at Lone Star Steakhouse, I was a grill, and I, on a Friday night, man, you'd have thirty or forty steaks going, and you'd have to know what's 
medium, what's rare, you know what I'm saying, and not cook and overcook things, you know. So you have to learn by touch. And, you know, the feel of a steak, you kind of know what a, a medium is and what a medium rare is and a rare and all that, you know, or the firmness of the meat, you know. Yeah, um, I eat, my, like I said, medium. I was a medium. Uh, I first started out um, medium um, well, right? And then I eased it down to medium because I thought medium was just that. It's medium. It's that happy medium, so to speak. It's right in between. <laughs> it's not too bloody yeah, yeah. and it's not too dry. I do not like well done steaks. I think it's nasty. I, the, all My the flavors well gone. Done. I think all the flavors gone, man. And it's like car. I mean, if you get a thin one, like a New York strip, right? You know, it's a good meat. Yeah. But if you overcook yeah. that sucker, man, it's oh, man. nasty. It's like cardboard. My mom, every time, man, she gets a steak, man. We go out for a steak dinner or something like that for somebody's birthday, or whatever. She's always getting it well done. I'm like, I, I cannot do it, man. I, I think and, you, and you, you ruin a steak. Yeah. And A1 steak sauce. <laughs> I still like yeah, A1. Like, I still like A1 on it, but I just don't make it well done. I just don't. I don't know. I, it's just all the flavor's gone to me. Yeah, she likes the leather, man. But uh, Yeah, it's like leather, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like chewing leather. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. What about pork chops? What about pork chops? You like pork chops? <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I don't eat pork. You don't well, eat no, pork, no, no, no. I actually, I take that back. I'm lying. I eat, uh, sometimes I eat bacon. Sometimes. It, what about it, fish, man? Are you oh yeah, I like. Oh man, I love shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah. I love Every shrimp. now and again, I'll go to Red Lobster, but it's once in a blue moon. And since COVID happened, I haven't been in like almost two years now. But we went. And, lo- we went and got lobster. I loved it and crab. I like shrimp, ball shrimp, barbecue shrimp, fried shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Ball shrimp. That's so funny. Oh man, I love shrimp, man. It's so good. Uh like I was just watching actually uh was it yesterday, man? Yesterday afternoon or something like that. Uh, uh what's his name, man? Uh Chef Ramsey has a show where uh he goes to like uh different countries and stuff like that, you know, and he learns about the culture and then he kinda does some of their local harvesting of food and then he puts it together to make a meal or whatever, you know, and uh Yeah. Uh, one episode, he was, I forgot, I think it was in Peru, Peru or something like that. And they went to go get this river shrimp. And uh, he's on the side of a rock and he's supposed to lift this rock up while the guy's on the other side of the rock with like this bamboo kind of like cone-shaped net type of thing, you know, right? And when Chef Ramsey lifts the rock up, all the shrimp are supposed to like jump out and the guy's supposed to catch him, you know what I mean? So here he is with these guys in this middle of this river and they're lifting all these rocks and they're trying to catch the shrimp and they weren't trying to, they weren't catching any of the shrimp. And he was just thinking to himself, he's like, all this work, you know, Chef Ramsey is right. And he looks at the camera and he's like, it's for an effing shrimp. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. There's another, <laughs> like, there's a couple uh, other shows that they travel the world, right. And try out yeah. uh, foods. Yeah. When I watch those shows, I'm like, I, you know, cause the curiosity gets the best of you because it's not just the foods here that, you know, in America, our food is way different than other places. You know, it's a lot more fatty. If you go into Asian countries, things like that, you know, they eat a lot of rice, a lot. And, you know, I don't eat rice. I eat cauliflower rice. And it's the reason why is because rice, not only because of the starch, but the carbs can really, really mess up my uh, my body just because my family has a history. My mom on my mom's side, they have a history of a like um you know, high blood pressure, overweightness, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you were down here with me. I was doing pretty good. I wasn't overweight. I'm not overweight. Well, I'm overweight, but I'm not overweight like they were. Um, 
And they had a lot of history of like diabetes and heart condition. I just don't want to be a part of that. And the overweightness is really prevalent in, um, in, a, in a lot of black women. I think it's like 65% of uh, black women, they say, in the United States are overweight. And I don't know about the men. I think it's about 40%. So it's pretty bad. I just don't want to be part of that statistic. I wanted to stay as healthy. That's why you always hear when I say I'm eating chicken or turkey. Yeah. I'll yeah. eat some bacon I every now and again. You know, yeah. I, it's hard to give up bacon, though, man. It's hard. <laughs> you know, when I did the caveman diet for a little while, I every morning, man, I used to eat almost like a, almost a pound of bacon, man. Wow. Yeah, pound, yeah it was like almost. I like don't know that diet. Can I, you explain probably, that one to me? The, the diet? caveman diet? Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything you, about you, it. You ever heard of the paleo, paleo you, diet? Yeah, yeah. I heard right. that one. It's like the step up above that, man. On the caveman diet, man, you eat nothing but meat. It's just meat, fat, and water, man. So basically, it's meat, fat, salt, and water, man. Oh, man. You know? You cut out, like, spices because all the spices got carbs, man. You know what I mean, right? You don't use vegetables, garlic, all that kind of shit, man. It's just basically salt, water, fat. And and, protein. uh, And and meat, man. (laughs) And protein, man. And, uh... I did it, and actually, I lost weight. I lost like thirty some pounds, man. I was feeling good. I had a mm-hmm. uh, uh, this rash thing. I got uh, not a rash, man, but like this dry skin patch thing here on my shin, man, that I got when I was in prison. That wouldn't go away, man. It was like an uh, like eczema or something like that. I thought oh, I what was eczema, going on, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I had like all kinds of doctors try to give me some kind of cream for it. it just wouldn't go away. Yep. When I ate just the meat, man, I cut out carbs completely. Mm-hmm. It went it went away. You know what I'm saying? So there was something to the diet, man. You know, but uh. I ended up getting sick, man. I got kidney failure and um, uh, some, some C, C, C diff. I forgot what they call it, man, where I ended up having, like they said, like feces in my system or something like that. I had like a bacteria, man. I had to do like this mm-hmm. where I had to like, uh, you know, crap into a balloon and send it off. And they tested it for like something because I had like, I just got sick, man. My kidney failed. I was in the hospital, man. I was like, I got really messed up. Wait, wait, now, wait. Whether or not. Wait, Mike, one second. To the diet. Uh, one second. You said you had a crap in a what? <laughs> what did you say? No, I want to hear that again. I I could have swore you said uh, uh, a balloon. A balloon. <laughs> a balloon. <laughs> and then you said you sent it off. You know what I'm thinking of? A balloon with helium. <laughs> I'm thinking of a balloon with helium. I'm like, really? Are we that primitive? <laughs> That's a caveman diet. All right. <laughs> I just, I just send off, you know what I mean? It's like the wind just blows into the direction of the doctor, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like, it was like you know, you take a crap and like, there's like bags, I think, man. Like, and it was like, a, you had to blow it up or something. I forgot, it was like a weird test thing, man. And then they oh, send wow. it off or something like that. That's crazy. Like a pack or something, yeah. Yeah, do like a, yeah. <laughs> With a bunch of balloons on it. And then uh, when they're sending off, you hear this. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just, just down at the bottom waving it goodbye, you know what? Just. Bye, you know, just see you when land, you know. But uh no, I got really sick and I was in the hospital, man, for like, you know, four days, man. I actually almost died. Literally almost died, you know, kidney failure. I only had one kidney, so when that one kidney was going out on me, man, I was pretty SOL, you know what I mean? Say that but, one more uh, time. You only have one? Yeah, I was only yeah, I only had one kidney, yeah. Did you have it taken out of you? Is that why or it failed on you? No, that- I no, back when I was uh, like 30, man, and I went through my 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 bout of uh, testicular cancer, man. Mm. I before I before I knew I had cancer, I was um, uh, getting sick, man, and I was at a hospital because I was getting sick, throwing up for mm-hmm. like 18 hours at a time. You know what I mean? Not knowing what was wrong with me, and I was dehydrated at a hospital, and they were doing all these tests on me, 
and they do MRIs and all that kind of shit and testing, you know, and the doctor comes out, this female doctor, and she comes over to me, she goes, Mr. DeAngelo, she goes, do you know you don't have a left kidney? And I'm like, what? You're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I don't have a left kidney. And she's like, yeah. Uh, apparently my right, yeah, exactly. Apparently my right kidney is like twice the size of a normal kidney, man, and it makes up for like the two or something like that. Were you born like that? So, no, were you were only born with one kidney? Yeah, wow, that's, one kidney. that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you would think so the I, doctors I would tell your mother. Years old. Yeah. You know, I didn't find out until I was 30 years old. You know what I mean? You know, I'm a 74, you know, that, you know, maybe nowadays they might do those tests, but I don't know back in the, yeah, the yeah, 70s, yeah. man, if they were. I would that, imagine that, they would have known, MRI. though, if you're healthy or not, and they would be like, that's that's insane to me that. Uh, you live your whole life with one, you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, People yeah. donate them and stuff, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You can live with one kidney. That's true. That's why I was thinking it was funny that they said, you know, you don't have one. You'd be like, huh? And you'd be like, was it that time I went to that party and you got those roofies in you and then somebody donated know, one like, of your kidneys? That's like, how I told the doctor, man, because she told me that. Yeah, I know. When she told I know. me that. I was like, I was like, I was like, is that, my, is that how my mom came for us to go to Disneyland? When I was a kid, the doctor started laughing. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're like, Mom, yeah. can we go to Disneyland? Not if you don't I'm give like, up man, a kidney. It's like, <laughs> like I, had no, I had no idea, man. I was missing a kidney, man. You know what I mean? I was like, what the heck? You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe they just didn't do those tests. You came out, you came out kicking and screaming like most kids do. That's a good sign that the kids' lungs are working and they're saying, A okay. You know what I mean? So it's weird that they didn't let you. <laughs> I know, because, like, apparently, you know, if you come out and you have all your, your fingers and toes, man, you know, they, uh, back in the 70s, man, they considered you'd be okay, I guess, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh. Yep. Hey, uh, you, uh, when do you think it's a good time for me to read this? I'm eager, I'm eager, I'm eager, man, because uh, I, 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 I think that you'll like it, man. Yeah. You know, I think, I, I, I'll so, think, I'll think you'll like it. That's what so I want to so read my, you. Okay, okay. So we'll start it now, but I just want to say something to the audience out there. Anybody listening um, and you're chiming in, we want to thank you for your time and listening to us. We ask that you share our podcast with your friends and family that'll get a kick out of some laughs, some ideologies and some uh, content that we uh, talk about on the show. We're just good friends that are having a good time and all the description of all our uh, from our Patreon to our um. Um, cash app and everything is in the show notes and everything. And also is Mike's, um, Mike's, uh, other ventures, like your TikTok, your Stroons in a van, right? No, it's, uh, Stroons underscore Dolce. Okay. And those are all in the show notes, folks. So we just ask that you please share it. If you like the content, you can make a comment. Also, we have a, um, a podcast. I, 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 uh, distribute through anchor. So through Anchor, I also put up polls like I put up one for Halloween, like who's your favorite superhero. And so if you use an anchor to listen to this podcast, uh, I I ask that you please go on there. You can look us up and you'll also see some polls. I always like every now and again, I'll put up a poll. Like I said, what are the one with the superheroes. So I put up a poll the other week. I say, who's your favorite superhero during Halloween? I said, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And you could pick which one, which superhero did you like best? They don't have to be your most favorite superhero, but I was just putting up polls just to test the water, see who can put a, who wants to uh, chime in. And there's also a section in there for them to comment too, if they want us to talk about something in particular. In our in our well, huh? I'm sorry, say who again. Won? 
Who won? No, I I put up the poll. It didn't get it didn't get any reception. Oh, nobody answered it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I put up. That's why I'm wow. talking to the audience right now. I'm saying I put up these polls. You can go on there, and you're more than welcome to uh, answer. The, sometimes, sometimes I do them. Sometimes I don't. But I did. That was the most recent poll. But I also have another poll or two on there. But this is on Anchor. If you go to Anchor, Anchor is uh, owned by Spotify. So just go to Anchor. I think it's Anchor.com or AnchorFM.com. Go on there and they'll see our uh, podcast on there and they can uh, chime in and make comments. And if they have anything um, to say, like if they have uh, questions, comments, concerns, they can ask us on there. and We'll talk about it on the next one. But uh, for well, who now, would you pick? Who would you have picked out of the three? Out of the three, uh, Wonder Woman. Now, is it costumes or is it dressing up? Is it costumes? Halloween is it like like what would you want to dress up as? Uh, we were is talking. Superhero or, or, no, no, no. Or who, it, so favorite? it's basically like who? Which superhero do you like better? And the reason why I did that is because not just Halloween. We were talking. We talked two episodes ago or episode ago. We were talking about comic books and the wokeness in the comic books and the Dean Kane talking about Superman. So I did a poll yeah. on that and I said, which superhero do you like better? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. My, my, uh, my uh, answer would be Wonder Woman. Out of the three, that's who you like the best. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Batman has the best villains. We know that Batman has by far the best villains. Superman has the the best powers, but woman Wonder Woman has a little bit. She has uh, strength, power, and she's a freaking Amazon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what else? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking about uh, when I picked that. I was like, which one do I like better? I like Superman. I like Batman. I have some of their comic books. Read them before. Know them like the back of hand. Everybody knows there's origin stories. Everybody knows Batman's origin story. Parents killed in the alleyway when they were coming out of movie theater. Blah, blah, blah. He grew up without parents, but he was raised by his butler. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows Superman. He's an alien. He comes. But not a lot of people can tell you about Wonder Woman. Just think about that. They would say she's an Amazon. Okay. How was she made? Do people know that Wonder Woman wasn't born like we were? She was made out of clay. See, people don't know that her mom made her because they're Amazon. She can't breed. They don't even have men on the island. You know that. So she made Wonder Woman out of clay. But I don't know how she made a reproductive system or something. I don't know if she has that, but uh, where she made her out of clay, brother. Well, were we all? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not down at the local beach. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so everybody listening, thank you very much. Uh, we want to start this new uh, part. Um, but before we get that, we're going to have a would you rather. And then Mike is going to read an excerpt from his his. Uh, what is it? A play you've been writing? No. Yeah. No, I. I, I uh, when I was let me just real quick, you know, uh, when I was in the joint, I was taking a bunch of classes to better myself. And I actually took a hundred and. 60 something elective college courses worth of classes. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm like uh, just six classes away from getting my uh, associates if I went back to school. Um, but anyways, uh, while I was in my computer class, we were doing the, um, you know, the basics like Word and all that kind of stuff, you know, and the different programs of, you know, 
And uh, while we were on Word, uh, while we were doing each lesson during the day, it was like a three-month class. Um, we'd come in for morning, break for lunch, then come back in the afternoon, right, finish the day off. And uh, the teacher would give us free space to practice our skills that we learned while everybody else was doing stuff, you know, like finishing up a test or whatever. So during my free time, I started writing a screenplay. And it's called Dungeons and Dragons, The Test of the Novice. And it's just basically a story about a family of some, uh, a couple of brothers that are from a town in Kansas. And uh, um, some magical things happen, um, you know. And uh, I started writing this back in 2015. And um, it's funny because I, I learned all the different tricks, like how to put the, uh, at the time, like, you know, how to put the uh, title at the very corner and page numbers and all that kind of stuff. So I started writing it all professional looking. And uh, I just wanted to read it for you guys. You know, I just do, you know, maybe a scene at a time until I get to the end. Uh, I haven't finished it. I'm only up to the, uh, you know, not even what would be maybe 30 minutes of a movie that far into the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I just want to, you know, see if you guys think I got any skills, man. So okay. Think, you know, so we'll like, listen to that, Mike. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll, we'll do that next. But I'm going to ask you with the would you rather question, okay? Sure. No, okay, so we'll get that. we'll get that knocked out. Would you rather meet Big Bird or would you rather meet Barney? <laughs> it's so funny. Big, Big Bird or Big Bird, Barney? Me, Big Bird, no, the hands down. Why? Because you know? I, 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 I just... Barney was always the funny. The Big Bird was just always like a pimp, you know what I mean, growing up to me, you know what I mean? I always thought the Big Bird was like, he's like the pimp of Sesame Street, you know what I mean? Like, you walk down Sesame Street, <laughs> said he's a pimp. you know, and, and, and somebody somebody has an issue, you know, you know, they talk to, you know, Don Big Bird, you know what I mean, right? He's like the top dog, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Barney, Barney, I always thought of him as like, you know, like, you know, hey, let me give you a hug, you know what I mean? You know, just like, you know, too sensitive and crying all the time and, you know, just kids and party and stuff and barney's like those you know those little what are those things that dance around with triangles on their heads and all that stuff you know the teletubbies teletub yeah you know, yeah that kind of stuff you know what i mean like when big bird was old school man you know like you know bert and ernie man you know it's sesame street you know yeah I, I would say big bird as well because of sesame street i wasn't really raised on barney he was a little after our time so i, I would say big bird yeah. because he had that whole like you said big bird had a whole cast of everybody from from Oscar to Grouch, he had uh, the count. Remember, the count always count one, two, ha, ha. and then he yeah, also the, had Mister the Swedish Chef, you know, the Swedish right? Chef Frida Fernie, yeah. And yeah. then he had yeah. who else? Mister Snuffleupagus. Come on, Hi, oh wait, bird. no, look, oh, wait, the Swedish Chef, the Swedish Chef, that's the Muppets. No, that's the Muppets. Yeah, 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 that's the Muppets. But he had he had uh, Mister Snuffleupagus. Remember him, the that's, big elephant. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, Sesame Street. Yeah, with Snuffleupagus and. Um, Big Bird Man and uh, Oscar the Grouch. Right, Oscar the Grouch Man. Then he had um uh like you know uh, uh, what's his name man um Mork and Mindy man. What's his name man? Uh, Who? Who did uh, you say? Uh, Mork and Mindy. Mork. What, what's his name? I can't. Mork and Mindy, the actor. Um, uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, you know you had a lot of people like Robin Williams come on. And, yeah, you uh, had special you know, guests and, on there Eddie all the Murphy. time. Eddie Murphy, you know, yeah. uh, on, on, on right Sesame Street. Yeah, you know, you didn't see you didn't see them on Barney. Barney's just hugging people, man. I love you. You love yeah, me. this you creepy, know, they, this they creepy they made, they made purple dinosaur, huh? Yeah, hugging little kids. Hugging little kids. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> hugging them, right? You know, all the all the kids stand up at his navel. You know, right? You know what I mean? You know, it's like oh, that's on, nasty, you know, man. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh my god, he wants to hug him. You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. That's so nasty. You know, Big Bird was a pimp. Big Bird was a pimp, you know what I mean? He was the, 
you know, even the one that you, you look for, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, you I'm laughing. Know you said everybody's, everybody's uh, waist. He was right at uh, everybody kid was stood up to his ace line. I was like this. Yeah. Okay. So, all, uh, in all seriousness, I'm ready to hear your story. I'm pretty sure everybody's ready to hear the first excerpt from your, um, your, your, Play. Yeah, it's just a couple. It's just a couple pages, man. Be really okay. Quick. Yeah, we're right. we're ready when you ever you are. Just uh, okay. You ready? Uh, again, it's called Dungeons and Dragons: The Test of the Novice. All right. This is the opening scene. Okay. Uh, tucked tightly under the misty cliffs of Eld. Let me start over. Tucked tightly under the misty cliffs of Eldian is the resting spot of an ancient stone castle called Woodbridge, and home to the wizard Marlix. Just a two weeks journey out from the kingdom of Spoltian, it is high on the westernmost slope of the dense and primal Caltese forest. Secluded and somewhat hidden in the rocky terrains of Virginia for many centuries and left to rot by the citizens of the great kingdom, this grand castle is concealed deep in the, is deep. I can't, I can't read here. I don't have that much light. The grand castle is concealed deep in the worst territory the five lands have to offer and has laid silent from visitors for many generations. Known as the strongest and most malevolent wizard in all the region, Marlix lives an unchallenged life with his adopted son and student, Bolet. For legends of his power and brutality as a wizard have traveled far throughout the country, and now he breathes a quiet life, patiently waiting for his time to control all the five lands and the great kingdom itself. Since before the rise of Spoltian, the acreage of forest that he calls home has been known as a cursed ground to many who dare to pass through. It is labeled a powerful and menacing place, hidden far from the reaches of light and innocence, and has been since the fall of Marlix as conjurer to the noble king Castiana. Its potency of evil makes it an unwelcome surrounding for the mortals to travel through, and the beings he's tuned to the natures of the dangerous place, he's been able to create more of its horror through its conjuring and magic, fine-tuning his macabre nature as he sees fit for some of only for some of the only joy he encounters in his somewhat solitary life. Since this land is under his complete control and all the creatures born here obey him, man, I wish I had better light, obey him without question, enabling him to use these beasts for protection or for whatever sinister motive may be needed, in time of conflicts, his enemies' ambitions and strengths are reduced to nothing in the presence of these lands. So now they no longer attempt to enter for the mere fact that his abilities are too powerful closest to his castle and domain, and thus enabling him to rule one-third of the five lands without defiance for ages. All right. I'll just read that much right now, man. Yeah, that was good, man. I'm I'm willing, see, I, I'm willing to hear more of it. Uh, I guess uh, we'll do it uh, for next uh, Thursday. What? Well, do you want me to? I mean, I... I no, I, no, I, we'll I, save it for next Thursday. It's because uh, it's, uh, it, it's like a cliffhanger. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it sounds good. I think your lighting, you just you just probably have to do it under a, like a, a re- reading lamp or something. Actually, man, it, 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 it just it, let me let me put it this way, man. I'm not a very good reader, and it doesn't give justice to me reading it out loud. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try, but like it's something like if like you, you know like like you have to be a good reader, man, for people to enjoy. I'm a good reader, read Mike. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good reader. You, you know can send I mean? me part of it. I can read it for you sometimes. You'd be like, hey, you want to read this week? Yeah, I can do that for you. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I can read it. I'm just saying it's like, you know, it, it, it's better like if you read it yourself, man. Cause it's- 
I, I, I see what you're saying. Let me no. What I'm doing is I'm 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 self doubting it, and I actually I know this is good, man. No, it's, it's good. good. It's good. You know, no, it, it, it is. No, it is. No, it is, man. Like when I there's a part in here, man. That I, the mirror I told you earlier, I just wanted to read an excerpt from it. Yeah. Have you like? Yeah. But I thought it was like one of the coolest parts of it. Yeah. And read that part to you. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, we'll save know. it for next time. How about that, uh, Mike? Um, um, it's uh, it's getting late on our show. I think we're running over our time, so uh, um, right. I'll, I'll put that in the uh, comments as well. Uh, I want people to sound off in the comments of, uh, under the show notes. Uh, if you want us to read more of that, actually, we'll just read more of it and tell us what they think about it. Okay, if anybody has it finds it in so, yeah. What it was gets that? Better. Yeah, right. yeah, it, it gets, gets probably better. a bit. Yeah, absolutely. It sounded good, man. I really want to hear more of it. Okay. So, uh, until next time, Mike. Do you have anything else for our audience? No, man. I wish everybody the best. Uh, you know, um, yeah. Stay healthy. God bless and watch the Rona. Yep. Alrighty.